Yeah, well, and as Elis, as you suggested, and I think is true, the JoJo's must all have more blood. Yeah, we were just talking actually about a future episode that we will that you'll hear in a couple weeks. But we were talking about how all JoJo's have too much blood, which is true. They must, because otherwise they would run out. That would explain a lot. In well, we already know that Polnareff is half Pillar Man, but even <laughs> so, like a quarter Pillar. Oh man. yeah, no. I mean, I don't want to no, get I into think... like percentages or anything because that's racist. But like. <laughs> Technically, I think pillar men are a species, not a race. But okay, well, yeah. that's speciesist. <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely a person. You know what else is speciesist? Like, Keeping Santana in a locked cage to make beer out of him. <laughs> that's just capitalism, decades. okay? <laughs> Santana's the Why first millennial. Both? Yeah, no, but the thing is, is like, <laughs> I can't believe He's that... literally a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's been alive for millennia. <laughs> Santana is killing the beer industry. <laughs> the beer industry is killing Santana. <laughs> yeah, and it can't because like he can't die. <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're here re-recording this episode. <laughs> I made a mistake when we recorded this episode and the next episode several weeks ago, wherein... I set the wrong recording device, and it all got recorded through my crappy laptop speaker instead of our expensive podcast setup thing. It sort of sounded like we were doing a Mountain Goats impression. I thought it was, well, I didn't think it was fine. I just thought it sounded like most podcasts. Right. <laughs> yes, Sick exactly. Burn, I, I agree completely. It did sound like most now, podcasts. Sometimes when people talk to me about, like, oh, you make a podcast, like, do you, and then it, like, that seems to open the door to, like, do you listen to these 30 podcasts? You know, like, do you listen to this? Do you, like, oh, do you like, and it's like, I'm, I make a podcast. I don't. I listen to true crime podcasts. Yeah, I, like, I can't. I don't listen to like most podcasts because I try and then it's they're all over 90 minutes long and I don't have that kind of time and they usually sound like I feel like our podcast is like the bar and if our if our podcast sounded worse than it did I wouldn't listen to you know like I can't my hearing's not that good I can't distinguish between like whatever echoey cave noises where people are recording and their voices and that's my bratty take on that <laughs> so the deal is that we already talked about these two episodes um, and those secret original recordings will someday, Lost time someday be released as a special edition Blu-ray that's right where you'll get to hear all of our the first run amazing jokes, jokes. Um, we're gonna do our best to be even funnier and smarter this time except me because i'm sick we'll definitely be shorter yes that's the thing is like i think these were already going to be concise episodes and now it's like i can't believe i have to talk about narancha again but on the plus side last time we didn't talk about bathroom hijinks and the fact that we are finally back in a bathroom yeah that's that's true most of we're back in our wheelhouse most of this episode takes place in or around a bathroom yeah it it actually opens with mista's abs getting stapled back together by fugo and that's how mista dies yeah r.i.p mista mista gets sepsis (laughs) i was when we were going over but you know other episodes that we're going to be recording today, and I like I sort of jokingly said this, but I was like, I can't believe I had to get a degree in medicine just so I can explain JoJo. But like, they get injured in a lot of ways that really they should have been taken out many times over. Like this part just makes me think of like the end of the first John Wick movie. Honestly, I'm like, yeah, if John Wick can survive, so can Mista. So we're in. 
We're in the bathroom. The We're bathroom. in the bathroom. <laughs> that's where that's a safe so, bet. So Bucalati, of course, chooses to hide Polpo's fortune in a urinal. Yeah. Like behind a urinal in his using zipper his void. zipper void. Yeah. Which but it's not- I guess means that his zipper void can access his zipper can access both the void and also spaces in things. So like Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. how he leaves the um the train car in the first uh in the, right, first, right, ep- right, in the right. first episode. But I mean episode. in terms of hiding stuff, because spoiler, because he says that he pees into it, but like does that mean that he pees into He's like, got a I, urine so pocket? He yeah. must he must control whether a zipper opens to either a space or the void. Yeah, yeah. I think it's his choice. Yeah. But yeah, so he clearly like but it's weird because it's illustrated as the void. It's not illustrated right. like he's unzipping and going behind like a wall. Yeah. Maybe he actually, maybe it's a different void. Just the gem void? I think we decided that already because it just seems like a different, it just feels different. It feels different. Yeah. I think um, it's not the same void as Okiasu and Vanilla Ice. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that makes sense. That checks out. But yeah, so... So Mrs. has been taped back together. Yeah. He's fine. Uh, and yeah, they they meet the next, like he's one of the other capos, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like at the same level as Pulpo. He reports directly to the boss. I thought he was above Pulpo. It's possible. I don't know that it matters, but I did think that. Okay. Maybe but yeah, the point is that he's, he's in the organization. He's not trying to murder them and he's there to give them their next job from the boss. And their next job is to carry around this janitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like, so we, we meet this janitor with, uh, with, with glasses. And no titties. And no titties. So yeah, so this is Iraqi's <laughs> commentary on how gender is mutually constructed in society. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> I remember this now when yes. you when you watch her because I was like oh right that's Trish Trish is drawn like the guy is right now and so I was just sort of creepily staring at her the way her figure was drawn. same I was drawing I was I was staring at her titties the whole time because I was just like when because it's not until whichever of them is like oh wait a minute that's a girl that's a girl that she even starts to have breasts right she has square jojo pecs yeah that are very much exactly the same as all the other male pecs and then one of them's like i think she's a girl and then all of a sudden she has like rounded breasts yeah it's it's really it's just like okay you know what it's exactly like though Hmm. Anne. it is you're you're right. right oh my god it's fucked up that is fucked up. Iraqi had a stand. Yeah, Iraqi knows that gender is a socially constructed thing. Yeah, but yeah, and man. He's been, he's been using weird methods to convey that to us for over 30 years. Yeah, decades. <laughs> God, I forgot about Anne. Yeah, I did too until this moment when I was like, wait, wasn't there some other, but it was <laughs> but it was way creepier. Yeah, because the child. She yeah. wasn't, where she didn't have boobs, and then all of a sudden it was like, are you a girl? Yeah, and then all of a sudden right. she has isn't she like, like a long, like isn't long she like hair? thirteen or twelve or yes, something? Like anyway, yeah. but hey, at least no one felt up Trish in order to determine that Trish is a girl. Yeah, I Progress. do. Oh, I do like when when pre Trish Trish uh, uh, like <laughs> Butch like, Trish. Yeah, when Butch Trish uh, pulls a knife on Narancia. Yeah, yes. uh, that's real. Anyone who pulls a knife on Narancia <laughs> is like has a place in my heart. But Courtney, yes. you really wanted to see Butch Trish cosplayers, right? I do really want to see Butch Trish cosplayers because it seems like a very easy cosplay. Like, you know, wrap a go go to handkerchief, the... glasses, long tunic, and some comfy pants. Like that seems r- like simple. 
And you know, in the pink wig, but I also don't think like it doesn't have to be a good pink wig because he just has to like come out of your, you know, yeah. So yeah, so that's my request. Also, but I think it's like a deep enough cut that people probably (laughs) would just be like, I feel like JoJo's fans would be like would not would not recognize (laughs) that. Yeah, I would. Um, Uh, Unless you started going up to Narancha cosplayers with a knife. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but I assume that that'll get you kicked out of the con. Um, Um, But yeah, tr- let's talk about Trish. This is, well, also, I just want to point out the the part where Mista says that Drono is a lucky boy. I don't even remember that, but... It- he says it in English. Oh, right. yeah. Lucky boy. boy. Yeah, that I do remember. Okay. So yeah, so so they have Trish now. Trish is with the gang. She's the boss's daughter. Right, so we learn that the boss like had an affair when he was younger. Well, not an affair. The, the boss just like he banged some. He chick. was pretending. He was pretending to be someone else under an alias. Banged some chick whose last name was Una, and then skip town. Skip town, and then that's stand up guy. Yeah, and then Trish uh, was born, and that's that. So. Did you guys see where Araki said that if Dio had known about Jorno, he would have gone and gotten him? To train him? To, like, rescue him from his, like, shitty childhood. Aw, Araki's... Why? Why is he like this? Well, and of course he would have. So I know because his dad. Because right. of his dad. Yeah. yeah. But would Dio be a good dad though? Um, I think no, but I think he would try. I oh think my he God, would try. Dio trying to be a good dad. <laughs> he would probably fail, but I think he would try. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder if he would try and make Jorno a vampire. Be like, this is better. You want this, right? Oh, definitely. He'd be like, all right, tell me what age you feel the most hot, <laughs> and we'll just stop you there. So yeah, how how would Polpo have managed all this Trish stuff anyway? He would have outsourced it to Bucolati. Yeah, I think it just would have so, been the same. Right. So it wasn't actually necessary to kill Polpo. But they didn't know that. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but but now Bruno is capo. That's the other thing that happens in this episode right. is that they hand the money over right. to this dude. And the dude pulls out like a square. You know, like no, like what, you know, like how do you he just I do like that he has his like gem examination. Yeah, he kit. has his loop. Yeah, uh, just ready to go. I love that all the gang are so fucking supportive of Bucciolati, though. Yeah. Um, he's, this is yeah, his dream. He's been working towards. Hooray. Like, oh, he's going to be so powerful. We love him so yeah, he's much. He's the smartest guy in the world, so this will go great. And it um, does, and it works out well for everyone. That's right, yeah. Um, Most uplifting season, part five. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he he pulls out the gems and and looks at him. He's like, "Yep, it's the real deal. All this stuff. So you're a capo now. Congratulations." I do like how capitalist they are. They're just like, "Look, if you can buy enough shares in the the mafia, you become a capo." So you, that demonstrates your competency. Yeah, well, your but proximity. He, but to money. he also like didn't didn't uh, you know he did it, but like didn't take any for himself. Yeah, so it's true. It shows his his honor yeah, or, or her, commitment, his loyalty, his loyalty, and then. Um, so we have Trish, so we have Trish. Uh, force Fugo to take his shirt off so that she can use it as a towel. Yeah, let's talk about Trish now that she's she's gotten out of her janitor. First up, first I want to talk great. about shirtless Fugo. Yeah, what's <laughs> with wrong his with tie his tie still on? <laughs> um, he has like how, six pecs on his back. I, I love mean, how mad he gets when he realizes <laughs> that he took his shirt off for no his his jacket off for no reason like just it's so good if he didn't do it for no reason he did it because trish needed a hand towel (laughs) Uh, trish is great she's a she's a great 
bratty 15 year old the thing is is that it's like trish talks in this episode and then i don't think she speaks again for like six episodes like it's not paced well like our no. interactions with her yeah. so she's gonna be kind of a sentient backpack for a but while but we do love her yes in this house yes, yes in this house we stand a queen um she's really it's nice the reason why i'm so enthusiastic about trish is because if you'll recall we've been watching every other season of jojo's and so <laughs> In comparison, it's just like, you know, spoilers, Trish... Uh, Has a personality? Yeah. <laughs> I think that Trish is a Rocky's first well-written girl. Yeah. Or he's just like, oh, I'm going to like have her say and do things that aren't weirdly sexualized yeah. and just like, she's not, she never, spoilers, she never spontaneously just falls in love with one of these idiots. Yeah. Like, no. She's not there to create the next generation of Joe Star, right? Like, oh, it's really nice. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. she's um, she's also not like a sociopath like Yukako. Like, as much yeah. as we yeah. love Yukako, and she's like she's a villain that yeah. gets domesticated. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Trish is like, I love her mathematics print. Yeah, outfit. Like just the plus minus. She loves math. I guess. Someone yeah. give us a goddamn backstory. That's I, yeah. right. She's a she's a woman in STEM. She's a woman in Aww. STEM. I don't. <laughs> okay, no. no. Yes, she is. No, we're not she doing is. this. We're not gonna just. She uh, is fine. the next Grace Hopper. <laughs> Trish, the not. representation. I hate this. I hate everything about this. But I do like her outfit. I think it's cool. I'm confused at how she was keeping those clothes under her other clothes, but it's fine. I do. I actually really like her boots in particular because yeah, that, that was a very 90s thing. Those weird. Sh- it was like the bottom of the shoe. The boot was a normal shoe, but then like the the trunk of the boot was just stretchy. So it's it was kind like, of like Mista's boots. Yeah. It's like little feet gloves. Like it was just, you know, um, so I, like I also like her asymmetrical strap. Yes, they're just providing no structural support whatsoever. No. Yeah. But also, she's fifteen, so I mean, know, it's fine. Yeah, but also, it's a Rocky drawing a girl, so it's just right. Like, it's like what? It's a Rocky Trish drawing a, a human. Yeah, just, yeah, Trish is a pretty normal looking girl. She yeah, is. for yeah. a Rocky, yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's true. Good job. Like I yeah. think that, again, it's like we like Trish. Also, the bar is low, you yeah. know. So right. like. I don't want to. I don't want to act because I. I know sometimes like I will see people talk about various characters and then it's like you actually watch the media and it, that they're talking about and it's like where did you get right yeah 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 any of this like when people say that that Rohan is a a oh like a bishi sub yeah yeah right and so it's like yeah. I I don't want to like if you're. <laughs> If you're like, if you haven't seen the rest of part five, it's like, this is like maybe some of the most talking and personality that Trish displays. People do start to come after Trish and... Uh, which is why they have to yeah. guard her right. in the first and, place. And, and once it becomes obvious to her that her life is actually in danger, she stops being such a brat about like getting, you know, stuff. Yeah, from, yeah it's true. But know, I also, so I, it's clearly a defense mechanism. Yeah, I, yeah. Because you just met these yeah. guys. I really like her shopping list though. Yeah. Um, although, is this the episode where the guy is yes. like... Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's talk about how if you saw any any JoJo really from any arc, but especially this arc, carrying like pantyhose and like blush, would you honestly not think it was just restocking uh, and <laughs> and Italian Vogue? Yeah, like I'm just like that's, that's literally, literally where you get your inspiration for all of your outfits. That's their trade magazine. Yeah, I'm just like I don't. <laughs> How do you look at that and think they, they must they have a girl? They their subscriptions to that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's a tax write-off. Um, I do think it's really funny, the bottled water thing, because this re- it just it 
Using bottled water as a signifier for anything is hilarious to me because <laughs> I grew up watching Heathers a lot, um, which is, great movie. is a great movie. And that that's all there is. They never did anything else with that intellectual property. Yeah. It, um, would, be, it would be really nice if they could do like a, a remake of it someday. Nah. Nah. <laughs> no, like, a, like, you know. Like a good one about with bottled water in it. Yeah, that would be. That's the thing. So, so one of my point, the reason I bring up Heather's is that they, you know, they murder people and stage it so they look like suicides. That's the. And that's so the, it looks like a gay suicide. Yeah, yeah, but like, like generally, that's what they're doing. It's it's a teen romp. You know, it's comedy. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> so they kill like some bullies who Man, are on a football if that team. That got made now. God no. <laughs> would not play well but yeah so they they kill these two uh football players and they staged it to look like they did a gay suicide out of like despair for never being accepted for being gay and um which you know like you say it out loud and you're like well that's not actually that funny but i mean if you say any of heather's out I know, loud, it's, it's not, not actually funny. that funny um but the things that they use to make it look like they were gay like one of them is bottled water and there's actually a whole bit where one of the where the the girl and the couple is like bottled water has come a lot like mineral water or whatever she's like it's come a long way and he's like no not in the midwest like he's like no still means you're gay, it's gay. Which apparently and is i'm a just thing. like I think it mostly signified in the 80s that you were like a feat. Yeah. Well, it was like a European affectation because it was like imported from like France. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. Or, or like, uh, or Avion was, was a big one. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like a, it, I think it for a while was like a social signifier where it's like you, if you were like not drinking at a party, like instead of ordering like a mocktail now, like people would order, you know, Perrier or, or at least I think that's what the Perrier marketing campaign really wanted <laughs> people to be doing. But so it was that kind of thing, and uh, so it's an indicator that a girl or a JoJo's, yeah, is right, staying in your like house. It's just, but so it, it, it is weird to me that it's still somehow considered an effeminate thing, you know, like the, especially like this guy, like okay, he's one of the less femi members yeah, of the uh, the assassin Hitman squad, team. yeah, yeah, also. But, also, this is Italy. Everyone drinks mineral, mineral yeah. water in Italy. Like you just, it's just what it's like. What they give you at restaurants. Yeah, like, yeah. That's your true. your choice is sparkling or still. It's not like yeah. yeah but they're both mineral. Water. Yeah. yeah, they both come out of bottles. Yeah, so it's it's weird <laughs> to me that he would be like, mm, mineral water in fashion magazines. Hmm, like that just seems really probably normal. not a member of my gang. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> also, because like we haven't seen a lot of the Assassin Squad yet, but trust me, they are all like drinking. Out. They are all drinking bottled water. <laughs> if you if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's just like I don't understand. Like I, I mean, a lot about this fight is boring to me, but also just the whole way that it turns of like ah. I'm on to you. I'm just like really but come al- the fuck on. But also this fight spans like three episodes. It, like it's yeah. like half two half episodes and Deeply one full episode. It yeah. really sucks. Yeah. And so the fight that we're referring to is of course Narancha getting sent out for groceries. Yes. Why? Why would you ever send Narancha out by himself to do anything? I don't know. It's like everyone is like, wow, this is a bad idea. But for some like But I we're gonna swear, do it anyway. I swear that they like Well, so Abakia's too drunk to drive. Yes. At any given time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Bruno Bruno's busy. Bruno wants Narancha to die. Yeah, I, I, that's honestly because if you do the rest the of the gang, solution. it's like Fugo's clearly got a blind spot for Narancha and thinks that he can be taught things. Abakio is too drunk. Mista's organs are still not in the place that they should be. No, that's true. But that's fair. Jorno's uh, the new. Jorno's new guy. So yeah, I really think that it's like Bruno's like, well, I probably I definitely mean, could send Jorno because he's competent, right? Or I could <laughs> finally get rid of Narancha. <laughs> what about Fugo? No, I said, Fugo oh. can't fight. 
We'll get to that later. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll Fugo, get to that in a couple episodes. If, if Fugo gets into trouble, there's it's not There's gonna, no getting out of trouble. You're sending him into a city? Like, no, no. Don't do that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's just that Bruno's like, fuck it. Roll, <laughs> roll the dice. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Narancha immediately, well, he does manage to exchange money for goods. <laughs> That's true. I'll and give he him does that. manage to drive there. Yes. And, um, and while listening to the good song. Yes, yeah, there's yes. only one song on the radio in Italy this summer. Well, this, I mean, obviously, it's the, it's the mega hit, not Pussy Control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, so it, a day has passed, so we're now on day three. That's right, yeah, we're on, we're on day three of this entire adventure. So as this episode closes, we actually don't even get a closing credits, because we get like a, like a closing credits over the animation because this was really worth showing us extra definitely in this storyline and uh and this is where we meet little bomber for the first time that's the canon official name yeah i mean it's not based on yeah anything. fans call it aerosmith but it's that's just but them being weird that's them being weird it's really little bomber <laughs> little bomber is one of the all-time greatest stand copyright avoidance it's really names. funny <laughs> yes. like, i'm I still like partial to worst company but i but little yeah. bomber gets funnier every day i mean worst company is smart Lil Bomber yes. is just literally like someone with galaxy like, brain. What is it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Lil Bomber is the name of the Mattel toy. Yeah, that Bruno gave Narancia so that he would think he had a stand. No, that, we'll, we'll cover that. All right, anyway, we'll, we'll cover, cover that in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for for Lil Bomber lore for yeah. an advertisement for Lil Bomber, which you can get all of your your little kids. Brought to you by Hasbro. I don't know, man. I can't believe we've got like two more episodes of Narancia. <sighs> It is funny to me that it's Lil Bomber versus Tiny Feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some yeah. teensy tiny thing. Yeah. Uh, tiny Feet, which is Little Feet. Little Feet. Yeah, yeah Little Feet, which, right, which was a 70s rock it's band. A band your dad has played for you. Yeah. Probably, yes. Probably. I don't know. For some of our listeners, their dads are probably our age. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. So. <laughs> Why would you say that to me? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, actual teens. It's like, oh yeah, their parents would actually be like our age yeah like like 40 close enough yeah. to our age yeah i mean i'm 38 so yeah exactly i'm so i'm, I'm so close i'm 31 yeah you're a little you're a little young behind. for that you're not yeah. you're not quite but uh, yeah so so that's it they they go shopping for trish i do think it's like is there anything else in that bag it's just the stuff that she ordered it's right? just the stuff she ordered yeah he's not getting anything else they don't nice. They live light. They don't. They they need the same stuff. Yeah, They're like, true. oh well, yeah. she already put everything I need on the list. Like yeah, that's, exactly. that's the shade of Givenchy blush that I like too. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's it. Narancha goes shopping, and, and it doesn't go well. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at Explain JoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Trish would leave for mineral water. 